Good morning. Good morning. Today is Thursday, March 9th. It's currently 53 degrees out there. Supposed to get to a high of 63 today. We've got some light rain showers uh, right now, and then uh, looks like just cloudy until uh, some more rain this afternoon. Light showers this afternoon. And uh, we just want to continue uh, praying for. Uh, uh, Wade's mother-in-law and Al and uh, Al's uh, cousin, Dottie, that passed away, the family. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, waking us up, breathing air into our lungs, Lord. And Father, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, that you would do as you see fit. Lord, it's your plan, your direction. This is your earth. We are your people, Lord. We belong to you. And Lord, we just ask that everything we would do would be focused on you and your kingdom and your well-being, Lord. And Father, we just ask that you be with uh, Dottie, their family of Dottie, uh, Al, the rest of the family, Lord, uh, the arrangements, Lord, and all of that. Lord, we just ask that you would... uh, Draw the family closer to you through this difficult time, Lord, that you would give them comfort and peace. Uh, Lord, we also lift up uh, Wade's mother-in-law, Jeanette, Lord, we just ask for healing, Lord, from the pneumonia, the COVID. We just ask that you would uh, just continue to heal her body, get her better, Lord. Also, my coworker, Rick, we lift him up to you, Lord. We ask for healing there from the motorcycle accident. Lord, my brother, Steve, in the hospital, we lift him up to you, Lord. And, uh, Father, we just ask that you be with us now as we get into your word. Is this lesson, Lord, that uh, we just open our eyes and our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, more on praying for the fullness of the Spirit. We have Luke chapter 11. Battle the Lord's Prayer. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you? Who has a friend will not go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. Or a friend of mine has, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, uh, he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend. Yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and you will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. For what father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent, or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? 
If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now he was casting out a demon that was a mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, while others, to test him, kept seeking him for kept seeking from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household fails. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul, and if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, and finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of the person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breast at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. When the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man to this generation. The queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, so that those who enter may see the light. <coughs> Excuse me. Your eye is the light of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. <clears throat> Excuse me. If then your bo whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him, so he went in and reclined at the table. The Pharisee was, was, the Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not wash it, first wash before dinner, and the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness, you fools. Did he who not made the outside make the inside also? But give, but give as alms those things that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb and neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seat in the synagogues and greetings at the marketplaces. 
Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without knowing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying these things you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you lawyers also, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witnesses, and you consent to the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, so that the blood of all the prophets shed from the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away a key, the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. As he went away from there, the scribes and Pharisees began to press him hard and to provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. More on praying for the fullness of the Spirit. And I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Your Heavenly Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. It's Luke chapter 11, 9 through 10 and 13. Here again, the work of the Spirit in our lives is associated with prayer. Prayer is that wonderful God-ordained means of relating to the Lord in humility and faith, the two means by which we access grace. In praying, we are humbly admitting that we need God. In praying, we are exercising faith toward God that he will act on our behalf. We pray God moves by his spirit, pouring out whatever grace is necessary for any given situation. We saw this in our previous meditation, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And that was Ephesians 3. Here, prayer was the avenue to being filled with the bountiful work of the Spirit in our lives. We humbly ask, the Lord faithfully works. This is precisely the teaching of Jesus in our present passage. In the, en the end of Jesus' message involves the Spirit being given to those who ask, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? This is also where our scripture began. And I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. These are three parallel commands, followed by three parallel promises. Who receives, who receives Holy Spirit fullness? those who ask God for such, who experiences the life-empowering work of the Spirit that every child of God must find, those who seek God to impact such, who is flooded with the outpouring of God's Spirit, those who knock prayerfully on heaven's doors. Then, making these three command promises, couplets, even, even more sure 
Jesus adds three more statements of certainty. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. These are absolutes. There are no exceptions. Those who genuinely ask, seek, or knock can go on their walk by faith, knowing that the Lord will be doing a thorough work of His Spirit in them. As with the earlier command to be filled with the Spirit, Ephesians 5.18, these imperatives are also in the present tense. They should be rendered, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Again, this is a way to live, not a singular event. Giver of every good and perfect gift, I humbly ask you for a fresh new work of your spirit. Lord, I rest on your promise that everyone who asks receives. Manifest your fullness in me in a way that you desire. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you today with a fresh pouring of his Holy Spirit. Have a great day.